everybody, and welcome to Moon Tierra Action Hour. My name is Ben. This is episode five, and today we have a special guest, Sarah Buck, co-founder of Pink Coffee Studios, Otome artist, and uh, pretty much all-around awesome lady. Aw, shucks. Thanks. How's it going? It's going well, and I'm super honored to be here. I am so excited that I got invited to do a Sailor Moon podcast. You have no idea. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, besides your love of Sailor Moon, you also are a fabulous artist, and uh, I was excited to have you, so thanks for coming oh, on. thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so, we start off every episode by kind of going over... Well, first of all, uh, besides being the co-founder of Pink Coffee Studios, what else is new in Pink Coffee? I know you guys just released your first game. Yes, we did. So, it's like... Our first draft of our first, so we, um, my co-founder Anna and I, we had this idea back in May and um, to do this Otome game where you romance cats from space because <laughs> we're like space cat boyfriend. And so, and we were like, yeah, let's do this. And we kind of reached out to some people we knew and would like to work with. And then we found out like, the first week of June, that during June, one of the um, people we follow on Twitter was doing an Otome game jam the month of June. So we threw this thing together in a month from yep. from like concept to uh, what what is available now to play. Um, and we're really super pleased with what we came up with in that short time frame, and we're super excited to, um, continue on with it. So, yeah, the next step is getting people to play it and tell us what they like and don't like, and then, uh, you know, making it even better. And is it, is it spacecatboyfriend.tumblr.com? It is. is. That, that is our Tumblr. You can also find us on Twitter at Pink Coffee Games. And um, so the links to download it are posted up there. And then I am also like social media manager right now. So I'm also working on <laughs> uh, a Pink Coffee website where everything will be all in one cute little package. Lots of pink. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Always. Uh, trust me. Website is the hardest part. That's. I've been dealing with that bullshit since episode one, so oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> gotta love, gotta <laughs> love me some some website design and yep. Also, everything's so expensive. So, mm. my Thanks, goodness, internet. I know internet. Why? <laughs> uh, well, and I'm also I'm like obsessed with vanity URLs, so I'm like I want to buy them all. Oh, I know. I'm like, and then it's like if it's like taken, like the one. You know, you're like, no, yeah. and then like, I've always had this thing, um, cause I do own a vanity URL for projects, um, Caleb and I do together and yeah, it's like every year we're like, oh shoot, we forgot to like renew it. We're like, oh quick, get online now. <laughs> oh no, it says it's giving it up. It's like, no, 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 let's contact them. And then they're like, oh yeah, it's fine. You can renew it. It's like every year without fail. Just freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> even though even though no one else is gonna go for dog eating a donut dot com. You never know though. You just... <laughs> Although now that I've said that, somebody's gonna go buy dog eating a donut dot com. I know. Like Ben, quick, hop on now. 
buy it. <laughs> Shit. Before I post the episode, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> it's just going to be a picture of my face. And, you uh, know, donuts and puppies. Nuts and puppies. Yeah, on either side, like a dancing yeah. dog and donut gif. You can oh, do like, damn. Uh, it's a good thing we're not on a big network because you have to like buy any URL <laughs> you mention. Yeah, pretty much. I, yeah, I think Conan discovered that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was a long time ago, though. I'm getting kind of old. Oh, a Conan reference? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the same way. I mentioned something. Oh, it was um, mini discs in episode three, I think. And Mia was like, oh, you mean mini clips? I'm like, Psh, I'm too old for that shit. No, mini discs, dog. Yeah. Yeah. You know, discs. Yeah. Smaller. Physical media. Come on. Things you can hold in your hand. <laughs> so, Not a phone. So, yeah, but definitely go play this game. It's so good. When it, When is it coming to phones? Do you guys have a plan for um, that? Yes. So if anybody out there knows how to program for <laughs> iOS and would love to get in on the ground floor of this amazing game, we can't pay you yet, <laughs> but it will, that's our goal. That's our goal is to really create a really amazing product and put it out in the world for sale. Um, up until the day we have this perfect glowing piece of wonderfulness um then the versions the drafts so to speak will be up online for you to play because what's most important to us right now is that people start loving it and people get involved and people play it and they start loving our characters the eventual goal is to have an episodical um game so it will be it will just keep going with episodes That's of awesome. dating cats they're, and bringing in new writers, new artists. They're all so like cute, you guys. You guys need to check out the game. I I mean, not only because I know them, but also because I freaking love cats and I love space boyfriends. Who doesn't love cats? Like if you and especially like fans of Sailor Moon. I mean, oh come God. on. Everybody who loves Sailor Moon secretly has a thing for Luna or Artemis or both. I was going to say, or ships or ships them together or with other people. So Yeah, yeah, totally. So, <laughs> I mean, they made an entire movie about Luna being in love with a human. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we had a huge discussion about that last episode. We were like, oh, she's an alien. Wait, we got to put the brakes on this because we're going to fuck it up. Yeah. But, uh, no, I love that movie. Oh, my God. Yes. Sa Sailor Mal. Shoot. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Gesundheit. Um, yes, it's hay cutting season in Lane County. Oh, God. I know. I feel like in class, I'm just like, achoo, achoo. And people are like, what is, are you okay? Like, You're like, I'm not from here. I'm not from here. I'm a city mouse. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so which which cat did you romance first time around, Ben? Uh, Caesar, duh. Oh, well, of course. He is the cutest. <laughs> yeah. Scruffy He's cat. He's so curly and scruffy. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. Well, uh, so every episode we like to go over your history with Sailor Moon and anime in general, your weeb beginnings. So hit us with the, the tale of the tape. What happened? How did you get into all this? It was 1995, I think. So, so the original Deke English translation, right? Absolutely. 
Serena. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! And I have this like gross nostalgia for the original voice actors we too. All you do. know, yeah. Serena, like, oh, 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 you know that thing. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, so 1995. Um, I wasn't technically allowed to watch it because I was brought up in a very religious household. Me so same. I would come. I would come home every day. And I would watch it because it was on in that period of time between when I got home from school on the bus and my parents got home from work. Oh, so, so I would like mainlining I would, it. Yeah, I would secretly watch Sailor Moon without my mom knowing. Um, I've told other people about this, but I actually um, wrote. I loved it so much. It was like my thing because I was I was kind of, you know, a nerd <laughs> kind of um and you know i didn't go out and party or anything like that so i would you know stay at home and watch sailor moon if when i could but when i couldn't write fan fiction about it so that's that's hardcore dedication yeah and i would also like um after Sailor Moon was over, I would have to turn off the TV because it was an old one. So it would have to cool down before my mom got home or she would know <laughs> that I had been watching it. Um, and then get on the computer and read like my favorite fan fictions. Oh, yes. You know, they were all done in that like really basic web design. Oh, yeah. And had like, the terrible music behind them. And... You were on Anime Web Turnpike. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And, um, rip in peace. Yeah. I was, I wrote uh, this like epic fan fiction where I made up sailor scouts based on Zodiac signs. Oh my God. And so there were the Zodiac scouts and it was like a continuation of that. Oh my gosh. I even made up like boy sailors and stuff. It was intense. I was, Little did you know, later on, all that would get I added know. in. Yeah, like I had like a sailor uh, Sagittarius, sailor Cancer. That's cancer, so funny. And sailor Gemini. Yeah. No, I was in drawing. Uh, if you can't tell from um, my space cat boyfriend art, I am super, super influenced by Sailor Moon's, uh, the cartoon specifically mm -hmm. style. Um, because that was really before I had only ever drawn horses. <laughs> so, so, hey. so before it was like a hundred percent horses and unicorns can still draw a damn. I was going to say, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good, uh, pedigree right there to go from unicorns to <laughs> Sailor Moon. Yeah, and uh, and so when I first really got into drawing people, it was in the, the Sailor Moon anime style. And so I think that translates to my work even today. And just in anime in general, because a lot of it's so much, I feel like just producing artwork as opposed to like getting it really perfect. Yeah. So... And I kind of love that. No, totally. And that's, I mean, it's funny that you say that because at, I was the same way. I was, uh, I mean, I'm 29, <clears throat> so I'm of the age where that was right in my wheelhouse. And I was watching that and probably Dragon Ball Z. And um, a lot of my artistic influences were coming from anime at the time and, you know, learning about stuff from 
early internet forums, probably Anime Web Turnpike. So <laughs> finding yeah. all these like really crappy websites and being like, oh my God, other people like Japan too. Yeah, and I love that kind of um, community that like Sailor Moon fans and other anime fans out there who like people produce artwork and nobody's out there to like tear it yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that. I think that everybody should produce things that make them really happy. Like, I could really get into portraiture and try and perfect my anatomy and things like that. But really, like, I love drawing cute things. <laughs> and so that's what I'm going to totally. do. Well, I mean, just look at Crystal. You can have shitty uh, an anatomy and still get away with making a million dollar cartoon so yes absolutely see it's it's not about technical perfection um this has been said in many 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 comic book circles it was in uh i think bill barnes said it in the movie stripped uh was that you can be you can't be a good artist and a bad writer, but you can be a bad artist and true. a good writer. It's totally true. It, so, and Space Gap Boyfriend has the best writing, and it has good art. So you know, ah, you guys win. <laughs> On yay, we did it well both both times. <laughs> Double cute. Yeah. Double cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, were you into other anime at the time, or was it pretty much just whatever was on TV, which was probably just Sailor Moon? Uh, Sailor Moon, um, I was, so for the first four years was from, like, summer before sixth grade to when I was in high school. Um, so, three to, three and a half, four years, um was mostly Sailor Moon and of course Dragon Ball <laughs> Z was also on but like like I said I had this this weird game I <laughs> played with my parents so like if they were going to come home later on days they came home later I usually got to watch Dragon Ball Z but if it was you know a normal day they got home like halfway through it and so the TV had to be off and cooled down so they wouldn't I <laughs> I was I was gonna say you're playing religious you chicken with your parents <laughs> like <laughs> I was how can I get away with it they don't get their powers from God you not you are you kidding the that. spirit bomb is totally a God thing I'm pretty sure oh I was yeah I tried to convince <laughs> them but they just wouldn't but um and then when I started high school in 1999, Me too, it's fine. Okay, cool. Uh, we're all old here. Um, then I started getting into more like classic anime because then you made friends with the upperclassmen mm -hmm. and like they were really cool and they knew some so then it was like Ron Moe yes. and yes, which was another one of my favorites. See what else? Um, so I, I was talking about this last week. I tried to introduce my my wife to Ron Moe one half, and I was like, "Oh, it was one of my favorites." And now we're, I'm like, "This is so problematic." It's so problematic. It's terrible, but it's like 
I give it a pass because I'm not trying to introduce it right. to Right. Well, people. also... <laughs> I'm like, as long as I don't introduce it to children... Also, I think in 99, to me, it was trans-affirming. Now, it's horrible. But oh, yeah. when you're seeing it... Now, it's just a way you can, like, have sex with <laughs> people. It's, and it's just nostalgia. It's, it's like... It's, double objectification (laughs) it's like i can have i can have anything i want because it's fine and also i can be a duck if i want to yes you can or you know have a bunch of weapons coming oh god moose or be or be named Uh, shampoo life goals hashtag life goals (laughs) oh god her hair though like please yes yes queen oh if only um (laughs) <laughs> yes queen uh so oh gosh let me see what else oh i was a big yes. fan of ronin warriors oh, yes. like oh, nigh unwatchable now but loved that show like and i oh i just love it it was garbage then too but we loved it yes so. So love that actually tracked that down at one point once I was in college. I'm like, I haven't seen it in so long. Um, (laughs) There's a reason. Uh, (laughs) Keep the nostalgia. Pass on the pass on that one. But um, yeah, yeah. uh, I still love it. But like, it is very hard to sit through. And then and then, of course, you know, as children of the 90s, we got into, you know, like, um, Escaflone and yep. uh, Ava Evangelion, Tenchi. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tenchi. Oh, God. Yes. Yes. I, they had like a Tenchi VHS at our local rental place. I rented that like a billion times. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Um, love that show. And yeah, for me, until I got into college, it was a lot of just like whatever I could get my hands on. Yeah. Like, I couldn't torrent stuff because my parents lived in my house, or I lived in their <laughs> house, rather. And so, right. um, just whatever I could find at the video store, Dragon Half. Oh, I, yeah. I oh, yeah. found that one. Um, yeah. I don't know how I got that past my parents' censors, but I did. <laughs> they were they were looking the other way for 20 minutes. Yes, they must have been. <laughs> and so that one's by the Dragon Quest people. And it's amazing. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Akira Toriyama yeah. is the artist on that. And yeah. he only ever made, like, what, those four episodes... Yep. And yep. never did it again. And I lament that to this day because it was so good. Yeah, they keep they keep remaking Dragon Ball Z, but they won't remake his other stuff. Yeah. Um, Slayers was another one I was really into. Yep. So. Oh, my goddess. Oh, my. Oh, my goddess. Yes. I own the entire series. I, I own so <laughs> much anime between... <laughs> just everything like i was gonna say i've bought and downloaded a a, a lot yeah cowboy <laughs> yep oh my gosh it was such a good era for anime too like none of these you know cash, none of these cash, love live yeah 
casual sexism was rampant, but uh, oh, serial experiment lane. I could go on. Oh I God, could just lane. For, sit here for an hour, like a three-hour podcast, and it's just us talking about '90s anime. Absolutely, I <laughs> love it. It has definitely been the biggest influence on my art, and one of the bigger, like, I I would like almost probably the biggest fandom in my life too like aside from video games i think those are probably my two big ones wow and this coming from somebody who made a documentary about doctor who yeah well and see doctor who came much later in my life so i've had so much less time to really because it didn't start up again until 2005 Right. You know, I'm not one of those people who's like, yeah, I spent my childhood hunting down old PBS VHS, (laughs) Doctor Who. And um, yes, I love Doctor Who, love, love, love it. But I would have to say, you know, anime is, anime and video games have been there in my life longer. So. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I guess if you're, if you have to order them by, uh, you know, importance in your development. That probably is the order. Yeah, I think there's things that um, shape you when you're young. And then there's things in your adult life that affect you. Yeah. And I and I see video games and anime as things that shaped me in my youth. And Totally. And Doctor Who came in when I was, you know, an adult and was going through a lot of stuff. But it and it affected me greatly. Um, as an adult, but it did not shape me as into the adult I was. So right, right, yeah. I also I think because I saw Doctor Who growing up, but from secondhand, like through my uncle and stuff like that. So you know, I, I was seeing like the Fourth Doctor stuff like that. You know, yeah, real old, and that was something that I kind of was like later on, like, oh, that's something I liked. I think, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Ours was the, the all, you... you know, focus on the family tapes. That was <laughs> every month. I think I saw their version of Rigoletto like 20 times. You had to gather around the Adventures in Odyssey every oh Sunday morning. Oh my God, we did. I'm not even kidding. My, Me same. My dad still listens to that. We were in his, we were driving <laughs> out to his um, greenhouses while I was visiting a few weeks ago, driving out and like the that like music comes on and, oh and Wit starts talking and I'm like, oh, is it the same dude? My, it's the same guy. All the other characters are different, but Wit's still there. That dude must be three hundred. Yeah, I know. He's an immortal. Right? Yeah, no, like that's that was it. So like the first time I was able to kind of consciously take control over my own, you know, um, entertainment content <laughs> was when I would watch anime, and my parents hated it. So like double trouble for me. Yeah. That was just like that was just affirmation. Well, plus it had I was plus it had boobs in it. So I mean, everyone wants to see boobs. Right. And they were so cool. <laughs> and they wore such awesome clothes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. You, no nobody in nobody in Adventures in Odyssey was, you know, wearing a cool sailor outfit. That's for damn sure. No, 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 no. Oh god. <laughs> I know now I'm having like flashbacks of all this religious programming. So many so many feels right now. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much of this you want me to keep or cut, but for those of you who don't know, Oregon is the most church slash most strip club per capita state in the entire 50 states. It is absolutely true. And you can you can put as much of this on as you want. I'm not a I'm not weird about people knowing about me. All your personal life. Okay. All my personal life. If they want to get gross, they'll have to like follow me somewhere else. But I was going to say they'll have to tweet at you directly. Yeah, yeah. Me same. Tweet at me directly if you want to hear all my nasty bits. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> just just don't send me dick pics yet. Yet. I, <laughs> like 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 if you're going to direct message me, you got to romance me first. Be classy about it. <laughs> Buy me a drink first. Absolutely. Sailor Moon will be right back. We did 13, 14, and 15. So this was a sad day for all fans of Jadeite. Because... Which is still weird for me that we call him Jadeite now. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, what was his name in the English version? I can't even remember. Just Jedite. Oh, Jed, you know, like yes. The, the burrowiest sounding pronunciation. <laughs> but it makes more sense because Jade is a gemstone. Right, and also Je- Jedaito is the Japanese. Mm-hmm. J-E-D-A. So, yeah, it's it's funny because the all of the names, yeah, like all the gem names are so convoluted that it's kind of like, what is what is this? Like Nephrite gets introduced and I'm like, oh, God, now I have to remember the difference between Nephrite and Zoocyte. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So all of the names then you I'm sure you'll be like, what? Yeah. Um uh, so you did you watch the so then there there begs the question did you watch them in Japanese so or English? So I took this opportunity to do both. Um, ah. So uh, I watched the first two in the new English dub just because I was curious about it, and then the mm-hmm. and then fifteen I watched in the Japanese. Uh, so so the the viz the viz translation the new one is actually not bad in my opinion what do you think i think it's actually pretty great i think that they did a really good job it's no nostalgia bomb that's for sure yeah but yeah the the translation is better um obviously because yeah come a long way (laughs) the naturalization is not as like overbearingly empirical right So, so and i really like that you know things like they didn't feel the need to rename the foods that they eat <laughs> like <laughs> because like they can like, actually eat a bento instead of a burger yeah nobody knows what rice is in america <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just don't, like don't do that. yeah when you go when you go back to the old translations they're just so bad they're it, like well, so like I get it because, you know, the 80s and 90s in the United States, we still thought we were the (laughs) best. So, but some people still do. And I still and I love the old voice acting because it's so insane and over the top. Sabrina. Uh, Sabrina. But but yeah, so uh, the first one is Girls Unite, the end of Jadeite. And poor Jadeite. He really... I mean, he only fucked up the last 12 episodes. He did not deserve that. Yeah. I also <laughs> think that, like, he gets a little bit of a short shrift. Um, he does. 
as one of Beryl's villains, too. Yeah, especially considering how long uh, the rest of the the villains all get. It and, seems and like how much of an impact they make too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, Nephrite specifically <laughs> creepy as hell. But we can talk about that in episode fourteen. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> well, also, also, so in Crystal and in the manga, since it's there's no filler, it goes a lot faster. Also. Um, you know, the dudes are all there. Like that yeah. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head, but I don't remember him getting put in deep sleep. Um so, you know, he's just chilling out in the background while the rest of the dudes like there's all four of the dudes just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, um, so they have a weird like turn-based system. <laughs> it's 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 more like getting demoted than yeah. getting frozen in an eternal hell dimension. I, I like to see Queen Beryl as the greatest Pokemon master. And like she's <laughs> like, "Oh, you're losing too many battles, Jadeite. You're going back in the box. You're going into the box. I put I put the grass skin on the box." <laughs> just going in there you're going in and maybe you'll She's learn her... a lesson well this is that's it's funny because this is also the first time you hear all the people in the background being like oh shit he's oh, gonna get sent down into the no. darkness like yeah. the greek chorus of villains <laughs> i thought i was like oh man they cut that out of the last i don't think that the that the artwork was even in there in the american the deke one yeah, well, and all the stuff in Beryl's kingdom, like all the, the Dark Kingdom stuff is so evil looking, like all the skulls and everything. Yeah. I did not remember that from my childhood. And looking back, I'm like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. She's like every like Van Painting's villain fantasy. <laughs> Pretty much. She's metal. She's metal as fuck. Also, she is so she's awesome, first of all, because she doesn't do any of her own work. All she does is hover her hands over her globe. I know. Her arms must be so bad, though. <laughs> she, she's, like, just holding her arms. Like, I get tired braiding my own hair. She's <laughs> like, do you like... even lift, though? <laughs> right? Oh. oh, my God. So, yeah. So, she's like, you, this is your last chance. You have to kill the Sailor Scouts. And so, his plan is actually really smart. I thought... Yeah. This is like his one his one shining moment was the moment right before he dies. Um he lures them all to the airport uh by projecting himself over Tokyo and threatening to blow it up, which he shows them in his projection over the city with an explosion and, and then Tokyo on fire. Yeah, Tokyo on fire, which is in poor taste, I think. Um but Usagi's looking right. He's a villain. It's fine. Don't listen. It's it's been enough time. Um, just wait until Evangelion gets a hold of Tokyo. Oh my god, poor Tokyo, man! It's been Tokyo. ravaged by anime. As Akira. as Blue Oyster Cult once said, "Oh no, there goes Tokyo." <laughs> Fucking Godzilla, man. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, but my point was Usagi looks right at the fire explosion and doesn't like, is just like, oh, and then he goes, don't worry, that's just an illusion. <laughs> it was pretty obvious she wasn't worried about it. Yeah. Um, 
but his his whole plan is he's going to lure them to the airport to fight him and everyone wants to go there because everyone can apparently see it which was really crazy i was like oh i know that's insane and so everybody is like oh yes. we're gonna go see it and everyone then, in tokyo and then usagi in a most unusagi like moment tells everybody no that's dangerous <laughs> but really Don't it's do because that. stay home and study yeah, but really, it's just because she's a wimp. She's like, I might get hurt. Yeah. If everybody goes there and I have to fight, um, which is very Usagi. Oh, it's very Usagi. Um, but her teacher's but, like, what? Yeah, her teacher's like, oh, are you OK? Like, don't don't tell people to study. <laughs> What's You're wrong Usagi. with you? Our weird and appropriate rivalry needs to like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a teacher and you are a student. No, they're always in the weirdest situations together, though. Well, I, it makes me wonder if she's like a student teacher or something. She's. I mean, I bet she's very young. I mean, they oh, do yeah. mention later that um, the one teacher, um, the home ec teacher, is thirty-four. Oh yeah. So and it's Miss Haruna, right? Yep. Yeah, I imagine Miss Haruna is probably younger because nobody talks about how she's not married yet so right right although uh when umino flips her skirt up she does go i'll never get married now yeah (laughs) because apparently once everyone's seen your underwear yeah that's it you're done you're you're done you're damaged goods sweetie (laughs) you're damaged goods she also does she has that beautiful moment that is like both just like just one of the most inappropriate things in the world in the Oh, this is getting ahead. I should stop because I'm getting ahead it's of myself. It's okay. Hey, listen. Have, have you listened to the podcast? Uh, Continue. Okay. <laughs> like the one where where her and um, I, I'm just going to call her Molly because I'm not used to her Japanese name yet. <laughs> Naru. Naru. So Miss Haruna, Naru, and Usagi are doing the modeling shoot and they're all in their bathing suits. Ah. And Miss Haruna is just oh, I put on weight, and she stands up, and she has like that French cut bikini on, and she like snaps the <laughs> snaps yeah. the lining of it on her ass, and it's just like snap, and, you know. Oh. And they're all and like all the other girls uh, are like, oh, so perfect. Uh, also, I there was the one where they do the the fitness episode, and they're like, she lost weight, and she looks exactly the same. Yeah. Uh. Always, uh, always perfect, but whatever. Wife goals right there. Life goals. Miss Haruna. Miss Haruna life goals. Uh, oh, so, but the, the whole, the whole, okay, so did, did Jadeite get lucky with this plan or was this his actual plan? They get there and then all the cops are like attacking them and everything. And yeah. I, then he, they change because they always change in front of the minions, but not the Yoma. Because they gotta protect their identity. Yeah. And he goes, haha, I saw you without your face magic. Now I know who you are. So was that his plan? Was to see them transform? I think so. Cause he because he does go back to Beryl and he's like, I found out their identities. And she's like, so. Yeah. So just, I don't <laughs> well, care. Kill like, them. You should have you learned. But anyways. Um, she's and, like, just kill them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no. And. I think in the new version, uh, the on the new dub, the 
policemen were made of clay, which yeah, they they were. <laughs> Ray's like Ray's like I don't care. I'm gonna set them on fire, and then they're like, oh good, they're made of clay. I'm like Jesus, Ray. In the in the Japanese one, uh, Ami puts her little visor down, and she's like, oh no, you can totally roast these fools. They're made of clay. She roasts them and go, then goes, oh good, they were made of clay. Like yeah, I was like, gonna do it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the police. <laughs> Pretty much, she's like serves you right um but yeah i just i was i was really surprised with how well that worked if that was his plan but then yeah it didn't matter that he knew their identities anyways Um, i think the way it makes sense is that he lures everybody there but then he puts all the regular people to sleep so they won't interfere right which was dumb because he should have been like I'm going to set everybody on fire if you don't just give up right now. Yeah. Uh, that would have been a smarter plan. <laughs> I think that would have been a little over the age rating, though. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just saying, if I'm a demon from a hell dimension, that's the plan yeah, I go with seriously. over, like, let's put these normies to sleep now. Well, poor Queen Beryl's generals, they're all way too wrapped up in their feels to really be effective. <laughs> also their hair. Uh, hair and feels. <laughs> I just want to, ew, that's what they hair and feels. I just made myself gross out. I, I think you just figured out the name of the episode. It's going to be made of hair and <laughs> hair feels. Hair and feels. <laughs> oh. oh. So, I wish I was made of hair and feels. Oh, um, that would just like, it's like a cat almost. It's Yeah, they're pretty much just hairballs made of feelings. They're, yeah. Fear, fur and, and yet feels. we love them anyways. Yes. Uh oh yeah so then so yeah. then the, the the next part of his plan is to chase them with some DC tens, yeah. which, which very slow movie <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly you could just jump out Usagi, of the way of Usagi can outrun them so that's that's <laughs> I mean if Usagi can outrun it notoriously bad at gym Usagi you you need to put some speed in I guess he was going for like the really like threatening approach yeah like this is a large she even says in the japanese translation she's like getting run over by a car would be one thing but if i die or like if i get crushed by a plane i'll be so embarrassed that's what she had the new the new um (laughs) translation also says that that getting hit by a plane is too embarrassing i'm like well you're gonna be dead so it won't matter (sighs) although (laughs) yeah I, i mean I don't know. I, what's more embarrassing, getting hit by a car or hit by a plane? Well, first of all, I, I have a feeling those wheels are very thin. Like, two plane wheels seems about the thickness of, I don't know, like, a desk printer. <laughs> like, it seems really Probably. small. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> I literally just looked over and I was like, that's small. A desk printer. Um but yeah, it's small, and you could jump out of the way. It's sort of like um, Prometheus when they're running in front of the giant ring. Ah, uh, yes. Classic conundrum of just step twenty. Just yeah, jump, just, just go. Start yeah. to curve. Go any direction. Yeah, just run, not serpentine. Yes, please. They are on an island, so the end of the runway is into water. Yes. But lucky for them, uh, a man shows up. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, this is, so I tweeted today, this will have already happened by the time the episode goes out. Yep. Tuxedo Kamen-sama, um, shows up 
throws his rose and he actually fights Jadeite, which is the first time he's actually done physical labor in the show. Yeah, this is like, this is the beginning of uh, Tuxedo Mask getting really, now that I'm rewatching it, he gets a lot more like frustrated with his situation at this point. And I think it's like manifesting itself in just this like, cause like every episode after this pretty much, he like gets in a fist fight with these yeah. generals. So like he's getting really frustrated. And, and he also, you see a lot more of the lightning shock, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, I, I'll just call it physical angst because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's a manifestation of him feeling horrible. Um, yeah, it's it's totally like I, I would say this is where he starts to get cool. Of course, later on he gets mind controlled a whole bunch and is a dick. But Poor, like I me- honestly like if you want to go into rape metaphors <laughs> with Sailor Moon, Aww. like poor Tuxedo Mask. Every freaking season, <laughs> like every single season, the guy gets kidnapped. <laughs> mind controlled um literally uh in sailor moon r like his daughter freaking like yeah. kisses him right on the mouth and is like i'll make you mine and it's like fucked <laughs> so up. yeah no it's fucked <laughs> up the poor guy i'm like damn sailor moon yeah uh, no, it's it, even you... more horrifying in the manga too oh god oh well i I just watched through all of Crystal and the poor guy, because it's all condensed, every other, the only people that get mind controlled are guys. We've got Motoki, we've got Tuxedo Mask, we've got Momoru, you know, like, I, I think the only woman that gets mind controlled really in the whole show, like that isn't a Sailor Scout for like five seconds is her mom. And that's, that's pretty much just to be like, even humans are not under, you know, immune yeah, and I, they, I mean, they turn humans into monsters, but that whole, right, right. like, you know, because mind control is so often, like, that metaphor for, you know, being helpless. unwanted intrusion. Right, right. That, um, like, and taking something from you, and, God, he gets it so much. He gets it, like, does. all the time. Which, which I, I wonder if that wasn't intentional, because he is sort of the point-of-view character for because he's the only male main character really yeah um i was talking about this last week with mia about how you know most guys identify with tuxedo mask and that's probably just because he's the only guy character and i was like oh i just was like i want to be sailor jupiter because she's got lightning powers yeah so (laughs) and sick hair yeah I always identified, and this is going to sound, I'm going to be that one person that everybody hates, but, like, I always identified most with Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, I, I do now, though. She's so loud because... and, like, crazy, and she's kind of, like, willy-nilly and, like, ah, yeah, and she's so emotional, and, yeah. You know what, though? Everybody, everybody on the podcast has said that up to this point, and I think, and we talk about it every week, it's because everybody wants to be a new soggy Right. Yeah. And then they also want to have that side where they can handle shit when when, you know, it goes down. They're like, oh, I have weaponized crying and I can also, you know, do some karate (laughs) if need need be. Yeah. But we everybody wants to have a little Usagi in them. We could all use that. We could, but not with mind control, because that's rape. Correct. 
we, if we if we all had a transformation pen, we would be Usagi. Yes. Oh, I want one of those so bad. Uh, Never have to buy clothes again. Oh my god. Uh, perfect. Perfect use of the transformation pen. It's just give me an outfit for Wednesday. Um. Oh, so then they think he dies. This is the best part. They think. Oh my god, he falls. He falls in the water. He falls in the water for like two seconds. seconds. (laughs) I was like, even I was like, yeah, that he's dead. He's instantly dead. He fell in the water. He's allergic to water. I, I'm so smart. I tricked you with a plan that probably wouldn't have worked if you just transformed on the train. But, ha ha ha. Note to self, transform on the train next time. Yeah, well, and, and he says note to self, next time don't use planes because you can just step out of the way. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't matter because he gets back to barrel and is trapped in a crystal and s- there you go. End of Jadeite forever. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that was a pretty big episode. We we took away our big, our big, uh, big baddie, the, the general that's been bugging them for 12 episodes, 13 episodes. But yep. now we meet the the two new guys. Uh, so episode 14 is called A New Enemy Appears, Nephrite's Evil Crest, which I thought said Nephrite's Evil Chest when I saw it. <laughs> and I was like, my man. <laughs> that too. Like, honestly, he is the manliest of Queen Barrels. He's definitely the bro. Like, despite the gorgeous flowing locks, which I guess at the time was like super manly, you know, like Samson-esque hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's definitely the Fabio of the group. Yeah, he has the deepest voice. Um, you know, he he has this weird, creepy need to like control women. Yeah, he, well he has, okay, so I think he might have a control issue in general because he's like, oh, Listen, the new way to steal people's energy is use the power of the stars and the planets, which is awesome. I love the idea of using, um, you know, astronomy and astrology to to like plan your attack. That's dope. But then he's like, so I got to like go sit in a haunted house every time and stroke my chin and yeah. like control the world. It's, yeah, say these weird, really like. His, it's like you know when they're describing the food on Iron Chef, <laughs> the original one, like like not just the dishes they made, but like the key ingredients. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you know how they go off on this like shark, <laughs> a summer day, waves rushing, salty. Except his stuff, you know, like the, <laughs> except his stuff is about the zodiac. So he's like, yes, by the power of Castor, seventh house of the. Yeah, so it's like it's like that. That's, that's how I would like if somebody was like had watched a lot of Iron Chef in the late nineties, but none of Sailor Moon. I'd be like, it's like that. it's like no, that. Like, yes, it's so good. <laughs> you have to know really specific things to understand what I'm talking about. Okay, I feel like I feel like every no apology. Everybody knows one of those two things. So I think that's a good explanation. You've either seen Yay. Sailor Moon or you know what Iron Chef is and you know about <laughs> Minasan. Yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so his plan is to take over uh, a, a tennis player. That's pretty much it. He's like, I'm going to get real focused. I'm going to take down one person at a time because that's the way to get energy. 
Don't spread it out across millions of people. Grab one really cool person. And to be fair, his idea continues. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, so it's it's also Naru's friend. So we see Naru again, a.k.a. Molly. Um, Ow, Serena. <laughs> oh, I do appreciate that she's not an outrageous Jewish stereotype. Fr- in, who's also like in, 40. In the new. Yeah. Yeah. No, like they they just have somebody voicing her in like a normal, you know, northwestern like style. Yeah. Like not like, oh, jewelry, <laughs> New York taxi cabs, hummus. My <laughs> my mom owns a jewelry store in New Jersey. <laughs> Serena, I'm walking here. Oh my you god! You know, like <laughs> exactly what Molly is. My Jewish husband was like, oh, she's not an outrageous stereotype as we were one. Yeah, I think in the 90s, pretty much every stereotype was just like, yeah, we've got to have, let's see, we've got to have high-pitched Jewish voice. We've got to have some kind of racial epithet in there in some way. Who sounds really burly. Yeah, yeah. A woman who a woman who sounds like a man. You have to have an effeminate guy who's way over the top. Yeah. Like, oh hey. <laughs> Hi Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no. No. I think they were like, well, everybody likes Seinfeld, right? We well, should si- wait, put a Seinfeld ninety five? Yeah. Oh, this is pre ninety five, yeah. Oh uh, god, yeah. yeah I, I, they're like, well, I can hear like the guy in charge of the voiceovers being like, put a Seinfeld in it. Kids love the Seinfeld. Put a Seinfeld in it. <laughs> He's like, not- he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what stereotype it is. He's just like, put a Seinfeld in it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Why that doesn't match the lips at all? It's nothing with the gem. I don't care. Put it in there. She's like, hot dogs, am I right? <laughs> oh, Serena. I'm so clapped. Oh, my God. Please bring back Molly. Hashtag bring back Molly. My Oy puppy's day. making hamantash <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Have a Nagila. <laughs> I just want to see her like in the Shrine Maiden outfit saying Have a Nagila. That's like sweet. the most I'll Japanese. Have to, I'll have to try and work that into my like <laughs> sketches. <laughs> oh, just the most like Japanese ass <laughs> thing, and she's just like Oy vey. <laughs> so good. Oh dear. So anyway, Rook Anyways, I could go on <laughs> about Jewish stuff forever. Jew. She's not. <laughs> nope. She's just a tennis player. She, yeah. She's actually waspy. She is. She owns. Her parents own a jewelry store. She grew up playing tennis with a like a world famous tennis star. Yeah. She's just, you and know, rolling in the dough. Apparently. Same with Ami. Ami's like, oh, my mom has tons of diamonds. Yeah, it's anime. So there's all, all of her friends are either rich, cool, or um, angry. Angry. <laughs> That's Ray's just the bitchy <laughs> She's one. Just angry. She's so angry about everything. Oh, goodness That's- gracious. That's that's pretty much what happens in the episode too. That they go see uh, Nephrite as what was his name? God, I should have written it down. Oh no! What is what is his name? But oh my gosh, when he tennis enters, Chan, yeah, tennis Chan. <laughs> um, 
So when he enters, like, I had to, like, pause it because I was laughing so hard. He just, like, so he's standing outside this tennis court behind the chain link fence. And uh, Usagi and Naru are like, oh, he's so hot. Who's that guy? And people are like, <laughs> he's a billionaire. And he's a tennis coach. And he just does this <laughs> double flip over this, like, just over top of this 12 foot high like chain link fence and definitely not a monster not a monster hashtag not a monster (laughs) like (laughs) like like it's like uh you're not blending that right that's not blending and he just like walks up and he's like he's like telling these he's like oh you're little girls you play tennis like (laughs) girls you need to hit harder girls Girls. How you do it, girls. You know, like, it's totally... You have to hit with your penis. It's that guy online who always, like, as... As as a woman, this happens to me constantly. Is I'll express an opinion or talk about something. And they'll come along and they're like, Oh, well, you know, since you're a girl, I know that you're just a little (laughs) bit fled. You wouldn't understand. You don't understand because only men can really have a grip on things but this is how this uh, is so like let me he, let me mansplain it real hard yeah, for you he he basically miladies his way into the into the show <laughs> in stupendous fashion oh god i i'm now going to draw nephrite with a fedora and a neck beard yes, just this please. massive dude with long hair but like a neck beard oh my god tipping it milady <laughs> <laughs> Except it'd be like in the house of Castor on the third moon. <laughs> just like behind the photo of like all this stuff. Yeah, just, just like, like standing in front of it. Oh tipping his fedora. Uh, new Twitter background. <laughs> um yeah, so he not only does he flip over the fucking fence, he hits the tennis ball so hard it he, knocks motherfuckers out. Yeah, and he breaks somebody's <laughs> wrist i think yes it, is like, it breaks a wrist fuck you yeah and like oh, uh, later he like tennis okay yeah you it turns into a, one of those uh, sh- uh shonen like battle tennis yeah. like prince of tennis yeah. where they're like special move <laughs> super that's effective. exactly what happens yeah 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 he's just like <laughs> if i hit the ball into the ground so hard it catches on fire you can't hit it back <laughs> that's how you win and then, I, I know you wouldn't understand because you're a lady, but that is how you win. Yeah, I am so schooled. I am so learned. So much learned. So much learned wow. So much learned wow. <laughs> Besides showing Nephrite's creepy bro shoulders for a lot of it, it was pretty much oh so filler. He is, <laughs> I mean, besides being like the, the Fabio guy, he's actually pretty dope. Like I, I love him, and because I can sit here and laugh at like his his like overt casual sexism because I think you know at least today we're looking back and being like oh that wasn't good <laughs> you know like at least we're not sitting here being like oh that is how things should be yeah yeah it's you it's know, not like well that's normal like we didn't blink twice we didn't blink at that before it was like oh yeah that's that's totally how things go. Men are supposed to teach us how to sports. You know, like, like, now we look back and we're like, oh, 
That's not what you do at all. Excuse me a moment, sir. I need to, like, we need to come up with, like, a, a malord. <laughs> I don't know. Something something about that kind of, like, just, she, like, adamant, like, naivete. Also, the fact that she's 14 and she's so thirsty, she's going after some 30-year-old billionaire tennis coach. Know, she's like, damn, she's like, girl. gotta get it in. The D. Yeah. Uh, she. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God damn it. Was it this one where she runs into um, Mamoru too, or did she? Was that the next one only? She. Yeah. No. She runs into Mamoru like pretty much every episode from here on okay. out. Okay. Because it, like this is when. Oh, yeah, because they uh, Matoki yeah. and him are playing tennis, and she's like, "You go to college." Yes, yes, this is where she's, like, every episode, she learns a new scrap of information mm-hmm. about Mamoru, um, you know, the, culminating in that weird storyline where he's dating Ray. Worst couple yeah, ever. Yeah, let's, let's skip past the David Bowie Yoma, who turns her into a tennis ball, and go to episode 15, which is called uh, Usagi's Panic, Ray's First Date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which... What I had mixed feelings about. Um, I have never liked that, but it's probably just like some weird, like residual teenage <laughs> angst about you know Usagi and Mamoru you, together. You're just shipping the miracle romance so hard. You yeah, like, yeah. So like, it's probably just that. This is probably not as so. Horrible, so let but. let me read you the Wikipedia um, description real quick because I think this Ooh. it says Usagi finally learns Mamoru's name. That's, I was like, she didn't know his name? Apparently not. She, oh, no, because she just keeps t- calling him that guy. That guy, you. That guy, you. Why are you so mean? Blah. <laughs> Blah. And, and to her aggravation and supposed jealousy, which I don't think it's supposed. I think it's real jealousy. Uh, oh, yeah. Ray decides. Like, they, they're so hot for each other. Like, nobody fights that much and doesn't have sex after. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like there's just no point. At a certain point, you'd be like, eh. <laughs> Listen, 10 out of 10, would bang, tuxedo mask, let's go. Um, yes. So but so Ray decides to date him. Meanwhile, Nephrite targets the caretaker of a park, and Ray suggests a similarity between Mamoru and tuxedo mask. That is the whole description for the episode. Which, like, Ray's, like, manipulation of Mamoru is so fucked up. Oh, and she falls on the like, ground? looking back... Like, yeah, like, but also, like, her thing, she's like, oh, this is such a pretty, because it's, like, Ami's study spot, yeah. and she takes them to it, it's so beautiful, and they're gonna shut it down, boo-hoo, and, uh, like, she's <laughs> like, oh, it's so pretty, I need to bring someone here, yeah, like, does. and it's not, it's not out of a prior attraction, she, like, creepily asks Matoki about, like, yeah, she, she, she's like, oh, she specifically, is he <laughs> oh, is that guy available? He apparently, he apparently has a lot of money, which I was not aware of, like, see, when I was young, my vision of Mamoru was that he was, like, always super poor. Yeah. And alone. Yeah, see. Like, like loneliest, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, poor Mamoru, poor Tuxedo Mask, always alone, always just, like, oh, and was it, like, the movie S, the movie? Yeah. Where it's just, like, his childhood in an orphan. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> see, <laughs> like, I, I, picture like, his, just, I picture him undercover, like, in a shithole apartment, 
ironing his one tuxedo over and over again. Oh, it's a tuxedo. It's all he has. He's drying his green, uh, you know, Masters Pro. Which, like, which it's weird that he must be, like, at this point, I guess, lying to Matoki. Because later in the series, we find out he's a fucking orphan. Which, like, he's Matoki saying, like, oh, yeah, he has this really fancy apartment. His parents send him tons of money and, like, all this. That's not true. It's not true. He probably works some terrible part-time job that he doesn't tell anybody about. Maybe he has moon money. He has moon money, but, but, Can you spend moon money on Earth? I don't know. You can't because they hate (laughs) each other. Because, like, the whole thing is, like, this is a Romeo and Juliet story between the Princess of the Moon and the Prince of Earth, and they... But their their worlds are at war. By the way, flash forward to many episodes later when we see the Dark Dark Kingdom versus Crystal, or the Moon Kingdom. Fucking... When they're rocking their old-school Earth shit, Everybody looks like a peasant except to the royalty. I, that is some messed up economics. Yeah. Well, and was it, isn't Carol yeah, she's a peasant. Of, yeah. Now, <laughs> isn't she like in league with the king? Yes. Though? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's Earth. well. That's yeah because she's a powerful so, witch. Like tech. Yeah, and so yeah, it's like. Yeah, the Earth was super fucked up. Earth is still I, like, super and, fucked up, like, but it was gross before. Yeah. Well, and then and then in this future that we don't get to see much of in the series, but we do get glimpses of in Neo Tokyo. Like it looks like the Earth just the moon just takes <laughs> the fuck over, which I don't I don't really blame them. They're like, look, like we had all this peace between all the other planets, and you they're were like just some horrible. Kind of, yeah, they're like everybody. some kind of angel people race. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah. So, so they're like, well, I'm gonna marry your prince and set up my new dominion <laughs> here. Uh, there's a there's another <laughs> podcast called Moon Podcast Power Makeup uh, that does crystal, and they uh, they were talking about how future or whatever past earth i always think of it being in the future but the past earth looks like les mis everybody is just dirty yeah they have like that off the shoulder it's like that it's like that yeah it's like that part of um uh holy grail monty <laughs> yes. python's holy grail where they're all like just piling <laughs> shit build <laughs> like, a new house and the king rides too oh, i didn't vote for it <laughs> you know like so good uh, but that's what Earth looks like. Like, if you want, like, IRL <laughs> Sailor Moon Earth, just watch that, like, clip from Holy Grail where they're talking about, like, the, yeah, democracy. Like, the guy, the people who live, like, in that, like, <laughs> they're like, who's king? You're king. Uh, I didn't vote for you. Vote for you. One day, all yeah. this will be yours. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody covered in <laughs> blood and shit. That movie just gets oh, it so right. That is like secretly King Arthur in that movie is uh, Mario's <laughs> father. That is the origin. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch that now and just think Earth King, Earth King. Um, yeah, that's uh, sorry. I got off on a huge tangent there. Uh, no, that's to- 
totally fine. <laughs> yeah, no, we were, I think we were talking about how Ray oh, just God. manipulates him because she wants to take a boy to the park and she's like, what are Straight you doing? Up. Do you want to go? And like, like, I'm like, oh man, like this is really abusive. To, like, like the more I talk about poor uh, Tuxedo Kamensama, like <sighs> he is seriously used in the he show. He also, so... I can't really blame them though because look at what women in the nineties, eighties, and nineties. Right. Have also, like I can't blame anyone for that being. Their also, fantasy. I mean, Tuxedo Mask is totally bay. Like Mamoru is whatever. He's a dope, but oh, so bay. Um, uh, everybody, him. like I, I was huge into the Miracle Romance stuff too, and uh, now looking back, I'm like, uh, eh. <laughs> Like the whole Prince Damien stuff and it's double suicide. It's like, ooh. But when you're, you know, 14 and you're watching it, you're like, that's awesome. Or you're reading the manga, you're like, this is the best. This is the greatest love story ever told. <laughs> you're in, you're in, listen, you're in Anime Club. All your friends are talking about it. It sounds great. Yep. Uh, and, but yeah, Ray is straight up. She just looks at the, the, the study spot where she's hanging out with, you know, flower senpai. And she's like, I, I will find a boyfriend to bring here. And yeah. And so she, that's falls yes. On her her, face tell, her, tell us her, tell us literally. how she woos Mamoru. So she has this plan where she's going to trip and accidentally bump him. And like, it's going to be like, Oh, yeah. little meet cute. Well, she he, she waits for him and he's walking and she trips and she just falls <laughs> on her face flat on her face onto the pavement and Mamoru of course steps directly onto the back of her head <laughs> and then she's like she's like no 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 I'm gonna it's it's still good it's still good and he's just like are you okay and she's like oh I'm so sorry and he's like what are you apologizing for and she's like. Oh, you're right. We should get coffee. <laughs> we should get coffee. And he's like, because uh, she imagined he would right, be like, right. let's get coffee to make up for it. And like, she's like, she, and he's <laughs> like, okay, away. bye. And he's like leaving. And she's like, wait, <laughs> I'll get you coffee to make up for it. And he's like, uh, I still don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, just go with me. And he's like, oh, okay, fine. You know, like in true Mamaru fashion, just like, just like can't can't seem excited for anything. So, and then uh, of course Serena, and I still want to call <laughs> Umino. him Melvin. Usagi and Melvin. Umino. Um, so Usagi wants to go in and spy on them, yeah, but she's got no money. To go into the cafe. So she can't go in there and sit because, you know, you'd have to order something. And Umino walks by. And, of course, at this point, it's so, so crushing on Usagi. Oh, hardcore. And uh, so while Ray is forcing Mamoru on this date, Usagi ends up on a date. She with, ends up forcing herself um, Umino, on a date. Like, completely, like. 
Yeah, she's forcing herself. She, like, asks him if he has money, and so she's kind of completely oblivious to the fact that she just forced herself to go on a date with Umino. Because they're doing all this couple stuff that, like... And, yeah, no, it's... And then that part is hilarious because you see, you know, Umino is Yeah, he's like, score, I found a girlfriend. It happened. Yeah, and uh, Usagi is like completely just wrapped up in uh, <laughs> following Mamoru around. And then Ray is totally convinced she's on a date with Mamoru. And Mamoru is just kind of like, I have <laughs> Yeah, no he's idea just like, so, anyways, thanks for the coffee. Up. Bye. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, wait, you have to go to this place with uh, me. So desperate. <laughs> so <laughs> desperate. I Control know. Control right? yourself, girl. So, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> poor ray she's also i mean uh, it's pretty clear her bitchiness is a is a front because she's not bitchy all the time you know she yeah well and i think her some of her better moments are with oh gosh what are they, what's his japanese name in a, in the american deep version his name matoki the scruffy yeah kotoki yeah like I love later in the first season oh, when, oh. when Kumada Kumada comes to the shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Chad. Yeah, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, Chad. Chad fits him so well. Like he's so oh. shaggy. Literally, I think modeled after <laughs> Shaggy from Scooby Doo. He's like Zoinks Ray. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh my gosh. And he just adores her and she's not used to it. Yeah. I mean, her and Ami also have a really good friendship and then her and Jupiter later. Like she's just, she, she warms up to everybody, but it takes a while. Like, yeah, it's, it takes a long time. And also like in crystal, they kind of whitewashed all of that. Like she's just like, uh, you know, Oh, Usagi is our very good friend. It's like mm, she would never say that. She'd be like, "I guess we no, have to help Usagi because she's that. too stupid to help herself." Uh, yeah, yeah, no. And she becomes like, like she's that character who later becomes like the yep. the loyal soldier to Usagi because, like, she has forced. <laughs> Usagi from the beginning. Yeah. To because she literally herself. has made her be not so. a, a whiny, scared baby. Yeah, because she's just like, she's like, no, I'm not going to take your shit. Like, why why should I listen to you? I'm yeah. a better leader. I should be leader, you know. And then Usagi, of course, time and time again, proves to Rei that she... Ray is simply missing something to be the leader they need, but is the most effective in terms yeah, of yeah, she well soldier. First of all, Ray has, you know, fire powers. So she's she's DPS all the way. Also, she's not a moon princess, so yeah. she needs to respect the hierarchy and get in line. But but <laughs> she does she does eventually for a while yeah, she's she like fancies herself like she's like no until I'm until she gets her memories back she just but, she got no respect yeah uh yeah no i like yeah. i said this one i had mixed feelings on i loved it slashed i was like 
Why are they pushing this boyfriend agenda so damn hard? Because that's it's what true. Girls it's true. I don't watch. mind the stuff, but like in the boat episode number twelve, they're like, "We have to get boyfriends," and then when they don't have boyfriends, they're like, "You're stupid because you don't have a boyfriend." It's like neither do you, motherfucker. Yeah, no, it's uh, but I am happy to say that in our and yeah, well, then there's so much going on. Like, yeah, the art style gets a little more Mm -hmm. like mature. Yeah, I guess more streamlined. Um, and they kind of are like, okay, you know, and I kind of pass it off as a lot of shows when they first start out have yeah. to sell a lot and so they come up with these ridiculous like ideas that oh if we talk about boyfriends a bunch lots and lots of girls will watch it and then they they actually <laughs> get to their market and realize oh uh we don't have to we'll do watch that it anyways. to appeal to girls girls like the other stuff in it like uh, they're not well, watching it to see who gets a boyfriend this week you know you kind of have to like sadly as right. women we must we're not just shoujo <laughs> you know they like the battles too right yeah no and like mm-hmm. and i think men and women love oh definitely love the yeah. sappy stuff too like there's i mean come on like, what it's true. guy well, and doesn't like, like a good love story? You know, we went and saw Jurassic World, and I was so bored. And then, you know, you watch Magic Mike, and you're like, okay, I can see why this has 96%, you know, turnout rate from women, but it's still a fun movie. Like, yeah, it's the movie it is, but... I've actually only seen Magic Yeah, be- because this Magic is the Mike thing. Because though. they're like, wow, I was surprised. <laughs> Women are like, just like, yeah, I saw the first one. And why wouldn't I see the second one if I was interested? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Channing, Channing or, Tatum or, is Or hot. it's not even that. They're like, just like, done. yeah, like... okay, it's the movie that panders to me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, there needs to be more pandering to women, I feel. They're like People are like, yay, we made a yeah. movie about male strippers like, with oh. no dicks at all in it. I think one of the like cinema sins on their on their countdown of the sins of Magic Mike are like absolutely no dicks at all in this movie. How did they make yeah, a movie about strippers I, with no nudity? More dicks. All and the, I would listen, have to if somebody wants to make dicks. a, a NC seventeen movie that's just dicks, just go for it. Live your dream. No. Well, you see a lot of titties in there. Yeah. PG thirteen and R rated stuff. I'm like, can, come on, show listen, us at least if a you can see, neck. If you can see dick <laughs> cleavage, feet, you can see feet. root. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. That's what I call the neck. It's like you know, you pull the pants down, and you know, you kind of see yeah, the, the the root, the root, it, but not the not the penis head. But yeah, the, like the, like the neck. I the love uh, what's that? I'm gonna. I'm such a bad '90s kid. What's the music video where they're spinning around the guy and he's got that real hard dick cleavage, like deep V? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, jeez. 
It's a, like it's an R and B um, video. Oh man! Don't. And he's got like it's it's like the oh, camera's just barely uh, cutting it off, and it's like just. No, it's it's not. Lenny Kravitz. Maybe that was a Lenny Kravitz song, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was like because he's like just standing yes. there, and the camera. D'Angelo was him. the other one. They that both did that, Kravitz. but it was like that was the first time anybody yeah. knew you could be ripped enough to have. <laughs> like that that V the dick V and people were like holy shit yeah but I want I want to see all nudity all the time people yeah. let's get on that um yeah. but Sailor Moon has no nudity oh. so that's fine uh <laughs> <laughs> no it does not except in the transformation sequence true although not in the Deke translation With, like every every guy I ever knew in middle school who watched <laughs> Sailor Moon Never failed to point out, you know, like the totally naked and the transformation. You can see under boob. You can see under boob. Oh man! I like no. They'd like be like, oh, my friend showed me like the Japanese transformation sequence. They're so hot, <laughs> and it's like, dude, you, you got under boob lines. Yeah, they added those like, lines. Madly masturbating. <laughs> congratulations boys of Bro. 1996 because today under boob is totally in so i imagine those guys it's... just like can't even handle looking at a music video these days They're like oh shit their tv <laughs> just has brown paper over it like no no, no. i can't handle it too can't much under boob constant jizzing happening <laughs> so many boners <laughs> Constant boners. And now, more Sailor Moon. So, if you had to grade these three episodes, you could do whatever scale. Ten constant boners out of ten. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will give it um, a... Give the three of them as a continuance of one another... A 10 out of 10 on the boyfriend obsession scale. So 10 out of 10 (laughs) on boyfriend obsession. Um, I will give them a 5 out of 10 on the, on the, Ah. on my Sailor Moon scale. Because like they're trying, like they're trying at this point. Like they're, you, you can taste it. You can see it getting really good. You can like, this is the point where like you knew coming home every day after school, you know, from, like, the bus ride and sprinting up your way too long driveway <laughs> in order to, like, catch, like, the show before it started, like, that, um, you know, like, you could you could really feel something more because up until this point, and even a little farther after, but it really starts, the story starts picking up, uh, this was when you knew you're this like, is, oh, this the, is you're getting that glimpse into the, the meat and potatoes of the show. Yeah. Cause like, and, and, you know, sad to say, but it's with that demise of, <laughs> of Jadeite as much as we all love him that, you know, things just begin to spiral. It's, it's also the escalation factor for barrel. And. Mm hmm. Like, you are expendable. Like, she's not just going to keep you around, which 
I think as young Americans, oh yeah, we just trapping trapping an an enemy trapping their own general in a crystal and throwing them into whatever it said the under darkness forever. That was that was some like cold hearted shit right there. Yeah. (laughs) My new pop song, cold hearted shit. Cold-hearted shit. So yeah, Solid. five out of ten for Sailor Mooniness because this is it's this it's is not a flying Pegasus, you know, destroying a crystal or anything, but it's it's pretty solid. No, yeah, because it really, you know, it proves itself. There's a couple. There's a few episodes yeah. like in the next block of ten or so where I would be like, eh less than five yeah i I would say between here here and jupiter is good but not great and then once jupiter comes along perfect i love everything yeah i do i do appreciate the um yeah yeah oh gosh naru Naru. yeah oh where she falls in love with, with um yeah, it's fucked up and it is so <laughs> horrifying. A thirty year old thirty year old looking adult, billionaire man falling but, in love with a fourteen year old girl. Perfect. Yeah, and the Tuxedo two of them miracle having romance. this weird like yeah, Ooh. no, it's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh <laughs> it's really fucked up, but like her as like you will never look at Naruto. Look forward for those episodes, guys. <laughs> look forward. Like, like you never will. You will you will look you at her. You are fucked like, oh, up. God, you are a broken woman. Like like and from that point on, like every time that's, you see her, that's, you that's just, also like, about the time they stop putting her in the episodes. I know they're like, oh we, man, we she's wrecked that downer. poor girl. We can't do this, you guys. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, like, like that's really deep. Like going <laughs> back and watching them, like, damn, you know. Well, as like, I can admit, as a fourteen-year-old girl, like, you do not care how old these guys are. Like, I made so <laughs> many excuses for Justin Timberlake. I can't even, like. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but when I'm 30, he'll only be like 45. But so but you can justify it me, if you go far <laughs> enough in the future. You can justify. Yeah, anything. no, like, no, yeah, you're like you're like yeah, but when I'm 18, when I'm 60, he'll be, he'll be old, 90. You know, it's like, fine. Like that kind of thing, like, yeah. <laughs> and so I can't fault her. Except for that, you know, like that kind of like <laughs> wanting to go back in time and be like, no, Naru, no, have faith in yourself. You don't yeah. need a man to yeah. define you. I look forward to those episodes. Oh, uh, I would, I would rate them all a solid, uh, altogether. Yeah, n- I mean, nine, nine future space boyfriends. That's a, that, they're solid. Um, I mean, yeah. I, there's some low points with all the boy, boyfriend crazy stuff. I, I like to think that the show is all about feminism and friendship, but occasionally we detour in. So, oh, so lastly, if you had the transformation pen, who or what would you turn into and why? 
Oh man, if I had the transformation pen. Well, she never uses it for anything but what she's not supposed to in the show. <laughs> so in Usagi fashion, I would have to use it for something that would is just absolutely not what I should use it for. Perfect. So I would probably transform into I would transform myself into the most perfect, amazing Sailor Moon cosplay ever <laughs> and go to comic book conventions so people could worship my perfection <laughs> and all the hard work. I would win all the contests. Dope. I love Just it. Just like and she does. That's what she uses it for. She, that is exactly what she, she uses it for. Perfect. I My answer is the same as every week. I would turn into Beyonce. And I would have a million bajillion dollars and everyone would love me because her superpower is uh, having everyone's love and affection and never doing anything wrong. And you would be flawless. So. And I would also be flawless. I would also win every beauty contest because I'm fucking Bay, Queen Bay. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Anything else besides plugs? Uh, let me see. No, just totally... Play Space Cat Boyfriend. Do that. All the all the Play plugs. Play it. Play it. Uh, follow her on Twitter at I am Sarah Buck. Yes, and uh, at Pink Coffee Games. Yep. Uh, get the links. Um, we will be posting our progress on because obviously, if you play the game now, it's just black and white. Because um, again, doesn't the month. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, the art's going to start getting replaced with new art, and we will be tweeting and tumbling and posting pictures of like the new artwork as it comes out. And um, you know, any feedback, please tweet it at us. Like we just want to hear from everybody. Is uh, it sh even if you just want to show us a picture of a cat? <laughs> Please send them your cat pictures, your boyfriend pictures, and your space pictures. Yes, yes. Tell us about like who you're romancing in like the Otome game you're playing because we are literally Otome experts. It's true. There are very few Otome games that between Anna and I we have not played. They stream them. So we stream them. We oh and yeah, keep an eye out on both and hers is at Peachy Anna A E N N. Um, I'll, I'll post I'll post it in the link dump too, so that people can access that. Because because um, keep an eye on both of our feeds because you can join in when we stream Otome games. We love having as many people as we can <laughs> when that happens. It's it's fun. So, uh, is it is it too it, late to vote for you guys in the jam? Um, I don't think so. Uh. Um, I don't think it's too late yet because everybody's still playing. Okay, everything. so I this this comes so, out on Friday. So if everybody can vote, I will put the link in there for that as well. Yes, because that would be awesome. Because the most important thing at this time for us is to know that people love what we're doing as much as we love it. Um, because... Ideally, we do want to kickstart this project. So, 
and get it get it in everybody's hands is this like amazing totally game. yeah i'm super stoked for it um uh, i will put all the links in there and also if you're following these ladies you'll be able to see their stuff there too and can't wait for the finished product and the next game you guys do too it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah we're thinking survival horror for our next one. Oh so. my god awesome uh well thank you for coming on the show I'd love to have you back. Thank you for having me. Oh, I would love to anytime. Like, I literally am so obsessed with Sailor Moon. I could talk about it just for days. Awesome. Never get never get tired of it. Well, we will definitely have you back on the show, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening to Moon TR Action Hour. For questions or comments, contact us at mtahpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at MoonTiaraPod and like us on Facebook at MTAHPod. If you'd like to support the show, make sure to leave us feedback wherever you listen. And if you're so inclined, you can click the donate button at MoonTiaraActionHour.tumblr.com or at MTAHPod.com. Make sure and like, comment, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on the websites. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next week for Love and Justice.